Hey, so I'm just going to tell you now, we're going to be interrupted in about 20 minutes when Bob comes to say goodbye to me because she's leaving the country. She's going, what well, sounds like she's going a long way, but she's just going to Lisbon? Yeah, right. she's 851 miles from our front door. Right, as the crow flies. As the crow flies, yeah. It's a little bit longer as the Bob travels. Yeah, I imagine. Oh, that's exciting. I mean... Yes, I know. Oh, you, you, must be, you must be busy if you're not going too. I am. Why don't you skive really, off? Really Why busy. don't you skive off work? I'll skive no, off with I you. Can't. Let's skive off. I can't skive off. Do, um, just not tell anyone. A, I I would be missed. I'm afraid. Would you? I don't think I would. <laughs> I would. I would be missed. I've got a week of very important. <laughs> I was just going to say visible. That was all. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. Do you know what I just... I just needed to tell you something very briefly that I've just come back from, you know, um, dropping my bread off at the store. And I was hanging out a bit because I was trying to get some things for myself. And um, people were buying bread and were, uh, they were so excited about buying a little loaf of bread. And um, mm. I, I teared up on the way home. Yeah, and I, I can bet you did. Yeah, and I teared up. But I think it's because I've just basically spent a life of making things that people don't really want to see. <laughs> <laughs> and here it took took fifty five years to go. Oh wait, you could just make a you know flour, salt, and water, and people really want those things. It's funny because that sort of takes me to what I wanted to talk about today. I've got a, I've got so many. I've got things. a question. I don't I've know if it's a topic. So many things. So do you to, wanna... I've got so many topics, but you go. This is important. No, no, no. no well, no, you know what? You go. Here's the thing. We could. This could be a doubler because if I'm away next week, we could do two, and then I don't have to worry about taking my microphone. Well, we could totally do Bonus. that, and then we could also pretend that it's a, a completely separate episode. And halfway through, we can go, "Hi, it's so nice to Hi. hear your voice." It's my favourite thing to do. Um, what I was going the 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 sort of semi natural segue. I was always thinking this while I was hoovering the carpet this morning. <laughs> <laughs> because you know that's when all of the best faithful listeners happen. will know that you're a long time long time hooverer yeah well i wasn't just hoovering the carpet i was hoovering the hardwood floors and also the flagstone floors it's a very good hoover that goes across multiple different materials see episode anyway um i was hoovering and i was or sharking if we're going to be clear and i was thinking huh i wonder if simon is where he thought he would be at this point in his life. And then there was a, a corollary to that question, which was, I wonder if Simon is where he wants to be at this point in his life, because those might be two totally separate things. Are you where you thought you would be? And are you where you want to be? My, I, my, head, dropped in, my head dropped into my hands then, because that is a... That is a really big question, isn't it? It really is. And I think, 
yeah, that's I mean, why two it, questions. it has to be asked when you're hoovering. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should, um, shall I go get the hoover and turn it on to create the kind of <laughs> the right sort of ambiance? Yeah. What kind of hoover do you have? I Just have remind a, us. I of. have one that looks that, uh, I think it actually is Italian for honey, miele. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not sure they're spelled the same, actually. No, also it's a German brand, isn't it? Yeah, it's it? M-E, is it? M-E-I? M-I-E-L-E, miele. It, it, yeah, it's definitely that, that's how you spell honey in Italian. Although, Is it? Complete, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to. I've got the honey. Much brand. more simple. Mel, M E L. Yeah. So yes, I do. It's it's an old. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, I don't use it very much, except in the garage. So this is a. It, it kind of latches on to one of the things I wanted to talk about. I mean, quite you know, quite nicely. And then I remember a conversation with my dear friend, Andrew, Andrew Chapman, and it would have been in 1990. So 22, Mm. we were, we'd been, you know, we'd, we were thick as thieves. We'd been flatting together three, two years by then. And we had been at the halls of residence for two years together. So, you know, we were, we were absolute, uh, we were best, best, besties. And I remember a conversation in which I said, I just don't want to have a normal life. And he said, well, this is how I remember what he said, which was, what's wrong with normal? <sighs> and I, I mean, go on. That's, that's the world in a nutshell, isn't it? I don't want to have a normal life. What's wrong with normal? Yep. And so it reminds me of two things. One is that 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 kind of slightly apocryphal statistic, which is that eighty percent of car drivers think they are above average. <laughs> Clearly, there's a problem there. And um, and then this is I'm going to quote someone called David McCraney, who wrote a book years ago called "You Are Not So Smart," and it, it, this does relate. This sort of thinking, I don't remember what this sort of thinking was, also spreads to the way you compare yourself to others. The last 30 years' worth of research shows just about all of us think we are more competent than our co-workers, more ethical than our friends, friendlier than the general public, and more intelligent than our... I cut it off badly at that point. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm just putting that up there because this idea that I didn't want to have a normal life was very strong as a teenager going into my early 20s. What do you think normal looked like to you at that point? Well, this is really hard. Your question is really hard. I actually find it quite... very sorry. No, it's beautiful. I find it quite confronting. Um, I think what what has happened... Hang on, say, say the question again. It was two parts. The, the the initial question was, I wonder, is Simon where he thought he would be at this point in his life? Yeah. And the follow-on, is Simon where he wants to be yeah. okay. at this point in his life? Recognising that there is a, a significant potential for divergence between those two initial answers. Yeah. So the thought, I, I do, it's a very tricky question because I was just thinking recently that how our understanding of the world how 
I cannot be, I am not the same person that I was as a 22-year-old. My understanding of even being an individual has so utterly transformed that the idea of things I wanted then, the idea of wanting something for myself and all the things I did in order to get things for myself, and by get things I don't mean buying things, I mean, um, I mean you know, devoting myself to training and getting better and um, becoming that thing that I wanted to be. Those rules don't apply anymore. They simply don't apply anymore. That is my understanding of who I am in relation to other people, my how I understand myself in relation to the world, how insignificant I am, uh, and I mean that in the best sense of the word, That I, and how also profoundly interconnected uh, uh, we are, and I don't just mean we human beings. And so my perspective has so shifted that the question, your question kind of, if I take it at face value, is is not answerable. The first part of it, that is, am I where I thought I would be? Because I can't be anywhere else other than, <laughs> I don't know. It's, is this the life I imagined as a 25-year-old? No way. No way. No way. The follow-on of that is, are you where you want to be? Yeah, and this is, this is oh, Lee Miller. I mean, I'll, don't worry. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. It's not like I'm just asking you this question. Oh, I know. Go, Thanks, and next week okay. on Midlife. Yeah, you know, well, that would be great, though, wouldn't it? Because um, I... <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> pepper you with really yeah. difficult questions and then hang up. I thought that's how it worked. Uh, the... <laughs> I... I mean, I think you are right that it it connects with that sort of sense of me kind of um, kind of just tearing up on my bike home from the very simple thing of someone's excitement yeah. at meeting their yeah. baker. Basically, that's what it was. You know, you made that loaf with the almonds and yeah. the oat porridge. It was so nice. Are you going to make that again? Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I think that I'm just going to say yes. Like, this is what I do. And I don't just mean baking. I mean, this is this is the life I'm leading. And I'm not someone yeah. who tends to be, I don't tend to go, I'm not big on regret. And I'm not big if own on if only. Yeah. I don't, they're not, they've never been that. I don't think they've been. I'm, I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Can I ask you a question about regrets before I stop just seeming like I'm doing some kind of awful job interview? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, can you start just on Friday? And could we record this and I could stick up on my, what's that, uh, what's that uh, job uh, social network? LinkedIn. I could put it up on my LinkedIn here. Yeah. So um, you said something about... Um, how can I be anywhere else? How can I be? Yeah, how can you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I said... That, oh, regret, uh, regret. Was it was about regret. A, yeah, regret. That was it, regret. Yeah, regret. Do you... So, um, <laughs> I, thank you so much. I now remembered what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think you can live, you live without regrets, partly because, by your own admission, your memory's not great? <laughs> Uh, that sounded that's not intended no, as, no, as a no, dig it's no, a question it's no, like it, uh, do, do you kind of like be, because you're you're not holding on to things because you're not holding on to things and i know your memory is great in other ways but you know there's there's yeah 
because it feels like no, there isn't well, a thing I mean, you have read that you haven't remembered. I mean, it might be a part of it, and I know I've I've mentioned how my um, uh, the uh, therapist I was seeing said, "Wow, you should, if you could if you could bottle that ability to forget things, you know, <clears throat> you'd make my job a whole lot easier." Yeah. Uh, I think I'm asking it because I I. I'd love to. I'd love to know how to live without regret. I, the thing is, if it comes up, like if I have that sort of slight, oh, that was a strange decision. You know, there are definitely things I've done which I, yeah. I, I, and, and they're more sort of instant things as opposed to long-term things, which is, which I, I just go, I, what, what, what is it that I do with that now? Like there's no there's no more time yeah. to be spent on it. No. There can't be. Okay. You know, it's like it feels like a waste of time to be spent on it. I've thought through that. I would do that differently. If I could apologize, I would. But in terms of the lifelong things, we are. You know, where my life's diverged or something like that. Then I go. Then I go. I had that moment. That was when that decision was made, and here I am. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I don't. I really don't spend a lot of time going. If only, and I. Yeah, oh, I don't know yeah, what the trick that's, that's is. Really it's all, yeah. No, 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 no. I realize. I realize that I'm thinking. Hmm. I have no regret in terms of where I've ended up. I don't wish I'd done something differently, except on the tiniest most interpersonal levels i wish i'd not said that, per- that yeah, thing to that person sure. i wish i'd not hurt that person the way i hurt that yeah, person yeah. that's my only regret yeah, yeah, yeah. those are my those are the ways that i go oh i i did not perform the best version of myself in that moment yeah, yeah. i really really wish i could i could undo that yeah, bit yeah not any of the big changes that yeah. have like you know i don't wish we had kids um, even though for 10, 12 years, that was exactly, you know, the, the center of what it is that we were trying to do. Yeah, and also, and now I'm and like, also the mm. kind of, almost the sort of trauma, I don't like to drop the word in there really, but you know, that's sort of when it dominated your kind of being. I mean, I mean, for me, secondhand, obviously, because, sure. um, it sat in Bob's body in a very, very literal way. Um, and so I was only ever witness to it. So, um, but nevertheless, I think watching Bob navigate people in our friend group unproblematically getting pregnant and and the 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 carelessness with which people were in the world mm. and, and recognizing that why shouldn't they be carefree? Why, why shouldn't they be? Yeah, you we know, can't. Um, We've just we end up because then, then basically it becomes it's untenable to tiptoe in the yeah. world. It's just totally no. untenable, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and but but the just witnessing people, and I guess it's like when when someone dies, everybody's talking about death. No, they're not. They're really not. Everybody's talking about death all the time. You just become sensitized to it because you're experiencing loss. <laughs> so I think it's the same thing. It's like you know, why is everybody banging on about fucking kids? Oh, the fucking no, they're not. They constantly are because they're constantly being born, um, and it's just if you're not in the churn of worrying about not being able to do it yourself or losing them yourself, mm. you yeah, just sensitivity don't notice it. To those. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, you just sort of float past it. And I I, <clears throat> I noticed yeah, I noticed a colleague went off on maternity leave the other day and I was just like, oh, that's going to be so lovely. She's going to have such a lovely time. And, oh, another person. And, and it didn't even, you know, it didn't even cross my mind to have a moment of like, Yeah, oh, well, 10 years ago, that would have oh, been an entirely yeah. different. Oh, 
it would have been it would have been almost impossible to think joyful thoughts for her. I I I think we've touched on yeah I this is re, I, we've touched on this I think a little bit before which is that that sense of how we piece together where we end up and and the the truly I mean I guess maybe a short a shorthand way of saying this is that I think it just happens to us. I think we have I, I think I do not believe for a second in the sort of idea of free will. I really think this thing just happens to us. When I say this thing, I mean life. And we have a maybe just have a relationship to how it is that we are in relationship to the thing that's happening to us or the things that are happening to us. That is we there are some kinds of choices or maybe decisions to be made about where it is that I've ended up and how it is that I respond to this. And I think that's where I, I guess where I focus on that, which is, wow, I'm in this job. I've got this job and it's pretty weird. You know, it goes through weird moments and yet, wow, I love it. And so there's so many different just little moments of going, wow, how am I, how can I be in relationship to this? Do I want to be this way in relationship to it or do I want to be this way? Of course, not a binary, but... It's like I'm going for a ride, basically. It's the, the feeling is like I'm going for a ride. I, I like you interrogating if we have free will or not, which is not the same thing as everything is predetermined or predestined. That's not what I'm hearing you say. I'm not hearing you say, oh, it's fate, but it's just like, well, no, it's kind of like, it's yeah, just, it's a roller coaster. It's just happening. And you're just on it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I can choose to scream and scream and scream, or I can choose to go, <laughs> and there are so many things I can do while sitting on that roller coaster. And you know, and that, and to me, there's such tremendous beauty in that tremendous beauty. And the same thing, you know, people around you are dying. It's there's a little bit of that going on at the moment. I say, like, wow, what a terrible this young, you know, relatively young woman just dead recently, and I just thought, oh, but wow, what a life she lived. Yeah, it's um... so. Hmm. Can. Can you answer your own questions? Oh, it was yeah, I think I was thinking about it partly because I knew that we were going to be talking. Um, and I also <laughs> think that I was... <laughs> so it's like, ooh, what could be the thing that would fill up? <laughs> no, I don't mean that. Um, I think it was also um, partly to do with the fact that I was hoovering. Bob's going away to Lisbon. Um, I've had a busy week at work i'm going to spend the rest of the weekend working in preparation for my busy next week at work which is unusual for me i don't usually work through the weekends i'm usually quite bounded and go no i i, I clock off on a friday and i don't clock back in until a monday that's a a rule i have mm. which i'm about to break but i'm breaking for a you know for a good reason and for a short period of time um but i was thinking about how happy i was and not being able to imagine a different version of my life than the one that I have. So I, and that made me go, oh, but I don't think I'm where I, and then I stopped before I even got to the end of that observation because I realized that I never knew where I was going to end up. When I was five, I wanted to be an astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. The only one, the only one, the only one, only five year old ever. Absolutely. A little bit after that, I decided, oh, no, maybe I'll be an actor because uh, then I can pretend to be an astronaut and I don't actually have to go to space. That would be more fun. Because my mum told me that you had to do a lot of maths to be an astronaut. And I was like, Ugh, I don't like mm. sums. I think don't most like astronauts that. use Trello these days as well. 
<laughs> well, that's me out. <laughs> Microphone drop. <clears throat> um, so I think I think it, it was partly the recognition that I I didn't know this. I, I I'm the opposite of you. I don't think I had ambition or intention at an early enough point in my life for it to really shape me. Mm. And I didn't train in the same way. I mean, like my, my perform my performer training was haphazard at best. I wasn't, you know yep. I wasn't good at any of the <laughs> any of the actor training yeah. systems that I, I utilized. I was like a bit half arsed with all of them. Mm. Possibly because even on some sort of on some level I knew that it wasn't for me. Could we just, just say the word Grotowski at this moment? Oh God, I've spent so many weekends being bored shitless in workshops about him. Um I just, I just, just wanted to get his name mentioned on midlife. Fine. Great. You do it. Yeah. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's it's you know, it um and I I I've worked closely with people who are, you know, so deeply embedded in that, that kind of approach and I, I'm terribly jealous of them. Mm. Probably Grotowski, by the way, but anyway. I didn't want to pick you up Thanks because people say Grotowski. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. People say Grotowski and Grotowski. Yeah, it sort of just depends how it's been taught yeah. to them. Exactly. You know, he's not going to tell us anything otherwise. He's dead. Um, he's on my mum's spreadsheet, which hasn't been mentioned for a while. But just so you know, she's keeping it up to date. Um, actually, she hasn't had to keep it up to date, I don't think, recently. She's, you know. Has she? She hasn't phoned me up and told me. <laughs> You know, such and such a person. Yeah, dad. Um, she's not done that. Um, I think, so I, I think, I think I was rudderless in a, a very typical way, I think, yeah. throughout my 20s. Um, and, I, you know, I, I stopped being an actor because uh, I didn't like it. And then I started working in Boots the Chemist because it was the first place that offered me a job. Or was it? No, it wasn't. It was the second place that offered me a job. The first place that offered me a job was a truck stop where I sold cigarettes and pornography to truck drivers. That was fun. Um... <laughs> do, do they read the pornography while they're driving? Or is it like for when they stop? Like what? I think it was for when they stopped. Right. Remember, this is a long... This is over 20 years ago. Right. This is when... There was a magazine from it said, "Good Lord above, these were not um, these were not your uh, playboys of the world. They were very, very graphic." Right, but even then, it probably. St- I mean, it just makes me think it's kind of almost like an innocent time in comparison to now. Like it. Oh, I don't know about that. Give me one second. I will be back in a moment. Oh, yeah. I have to say goodbye to my yeah. beautiful. If I were a dedicated uh, podcaster, I'd. Just keep talking. But I'm not. I'm checking messages instead. I have a little uh, post-it note on the back of my door, which my nephew Finn wrote, and it says, be a goldfish. I just came back to being a goldfish. I quite liked that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it too. Actually, (laughs) it's totally, it's just, it's, it just sums up thing about what we've just been talking about, but not the pornography bit. I mentioned last uh, that last weekend I taught a sourdough workshop for the first time, and um, I mentioned to you, not on this podcast, and um, 
one of the things that I realized, and just a, just the pleasure of watching people discover something and also struggle because it's a very particular skill. You know, there's very there's aspects of it which are, don't require any skill at all. And then there's a couple of moments where it gets a little bit hairy. Mm. And um, I realized as I was watching them that, and it's just you're, you're effectively, I'm reflecting on this now, which is the thing of, if I were to, thread the different things that have gone on in my life that I realize that I'm, and this is the difference to go back to your original question about where I thought I would be is that I, I recognize now that I'm filled with pleasure at trying to get good at things like basically at improving. And uh, so Making bread is just like that. Uh, playing tennis wasn't because I was trying to get somewhere very, very particular. And so I, my sort of my perspective on it is much more like, wow, what a thing to what a thing to be able to get skilled at this, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It actually makes no difference what it is. And so that's why the the sort of sense of I mean, it's you know the distinction I guess to be uh, rather simple about it is between being process oriented and being outcome oriented. You know, and I've I've shifted over the course of my life. This is it. I'm in process. 